Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this Jay Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? A lifestyle, the lifestyle, our, our lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been treating you good, huh? Yeah, man, I can't complain, man. Everything coming together like it's supposed to. As yeah. everybody who listen and know, you could, uh, you could order the book right now. You uh, go to Amazon. Uh, Apple iBooks Apple iBooks Barnes, Barnes and, Noble and Noble Or whatever Or you can hit the link That's in this show In this description And you can order it If it's before March 3rd You pre-order And if it's after March 3rd You uh you can just, just order, order your it. copy yeah. uh, It's an e-book We go drop the physical When it's time Yeah I put it that way But the name of the book Is Animal Instinct The Urban Jungle I have started writing The second one You know what I'm saying Some some events transpire, and if you, once you read the book, then yeah. you will know why certain things, like, I really ain't dove into it. But before we even get started, man, got to say rest in peace to Auntie Myra, man. Yeah, man, that was a big loss, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. E- even my daughter was like, I just remember wearing the minks all the time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Real player George, shit. Yeah, you know real what I'm saying? Shit. Everybody who stood up had a story about how she saved their life and she kept them things on her, you know, weapons, so she might stab a nigga, you know yeah, what probably I'm would. You my know man said when he got here at 62, he was slagging for her. I don't know why you would say that. It's a my funeral, man. Yeah, yeah, and what was crazy, right, so she graduated from Central, right? Yeah. So, like, I was talking to my wife, like, how people can grow up in the same household and just come out totally different because Central is not the east side. But when daddy was a kid, he's from East Seven Mile. So she grew up and she from the neighborhood where you went to Central, which would be the west side. And then end up being from Six Mile and Tracy over there. Legendary over there. Yeah. And and she kind of helped it become legendary. So, hey, uh, we go miss you, auntie. And uh, we fuck with all the nephews and nieces over there because she got 28 great grandkids and 27 grandkids. And it's crazy because we fuck with about 24 of them. Yeah, we deep as hell. We Legitimately, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's a good thing. What else you been up to? You got a word? Yeah, I got a word, man. My word is unique. That's uh, existing as the only or one of the sole example, single, solitary, and that type of characteristic. What What you got? I got an album. The album I got is I'm So For Real. The artist is Mike Blue. It's 10 tracks. It's uh, featuring a dub camp, Pierre Anthony, L. Renee, and a few others. It's a smooth feel. The lyrics is raw. And uh, why is unique your word? Man, unique is my word because like the artist that you just mentioned he i classify him as one of the unique artists i mean just listening to him over the years not even listening to his growth but watching his growth over the years uh as a person as a person though it's like you don't really get that genuineness from everywhere especially where we from like we say we from Angster, but we we came up in Romulus and we we made ourselves known in Detroit. But we're not the only people who did that. So when you watch people and you get to see people grow from from not even afar from close, it's like a good thing. And Mike is one of them unique people, and that's who we got today. We got Blue as our guest. What's going on, Blue? Introduce yes, yourself, sir. man. Sorry. What's going on, everybody? This Mike Blue. Uh, it's funny that you say that the word of the day is unique. You know, I, uh, the acronym to the 
to blue is B L U, which stands for blessed, loved, and unique. And you know, it's just crazy that y'all would say, "Hey, you know, um, you talk about me being a unique person," and that's you know, the name stands for it, uh, blessed, loved, and unique. I feel like I am a unique person. So, hey, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Shout out to you boys, man. Y'all. Y'all been holding down for a lot of time. It's a lot of love, you know, for y'all, for most sure, definitely. Sure. Definitely. Uh, y'all put on for Inksy. Y'all put on for Michigan. And congrats to everything y'all got going, man. The podcast, uh, the books, man, all that stuff, man. Y'all doing y'all thing, man. We Salute. appreciate Salute. that. Salute. You yeah, doing yeah. your thing, too, because you still, you still got that. it going. You just, yeah. this album is actually brand new. Uh, it's not even... We're going to get into the album, okay, though, you know what I'm saying? We're going to lead up to yes, the sir, album. Sir. But we did just listen to the album on the way. It's a nice feel, you okay. know what I'm saying? A nice, smooth. A nice, smooth. Grown-up shit, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah, yeah. I was just, we was just, me and my brother was discussing at one point, like, bro, I'm done subscribing to anything violent, man. I don't want to hear no violent music. I don't want to see violent movies. I don't want to watch interviews or hear interviews about the same stories over and over of violence because that's what what people go always see is as if we watching these interviews or listening to these interviews and you got the exact same violent story that I got you just from the other side of the country like we all know that shit the same we all know what crack did to the neighborhood we are I'm sick of hearing all that shit man so let's get into your story though blue so talk about growing up in Romulus man are you actually from Romulus like so yeah I'm I'm from Romulus uh I was born in Dearborn but you know the fam was already in Romulus um oh so wait, born uh, in Yes, uh, Wellesley, Dub yeah. B, No, no, what, what hospital is that in Dearborn? It's Beaumont now, but it was uh, on Oakwood. It was yeah, Oakwood. Yeah, yeah, Oakwood, yeah, 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 we yeah, was born yeah. there too. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. what's up. See, we, got, we, we can relate. We can relate. Yeah, so yeah. that's where I was born, but, you know, uh, grew up, uh, raised in, in Romulus. Um, you know, single parent household, um, just me and my mom. And, uh, you know, as far as what the music goes, um, my cousin was into music. Uh, he used to have, like, the karaoke machines and, and used to loop beats and stuff like that and record over them. And, you know, I'm like, man, what is he doing? You know, yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like, you know, because everybody, you know, when somebody rapping, they kind of tend to look down like, ah, oh, you another rapper. Even yeah. back in that age, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, was, back then, though, rap was, was still, still yeah, fairly yeah, new. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. just heard about, like... Today you can throw a nickel and find a rapper. Back exactly, then, exactly, you'll be like, "Oh, my cousin rap," and then you'll be like, "But is he serious about it?" Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was a little different back then. It's not like today. Like you, you go around the corner, you find ten rappers and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, um, it's just everything just aligned. Like I said, my cousin he was in uh, making music. Um, when I got in junior high, I met Fats, who was very musical, yeah. and just everything just kind of linked up together. And uh, that's when we started the Dub Camp. Um, we did our group thing for a lot of years, had some success, yeah. um, you know, but, you know, it was something about, you know, the music that I felt like I had to tell my own story, you know, yeah. so I just, uh, evolved as a, as a, as a solo artist. And like right now, you know, a lot of things, a lot of comments I get from people, they say, man, I feel like you know who you are right now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, right, when right. you come with your music, it's not fabricated. You, you, you're confident in your delivery. You, you know what I'm saying? Because like, it, it takes time to become the artist you want to become. Right. Um, or you're supposed to You're supposed to become. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts, yeah, facts, facts, facts. When you say the artist you want to become, like you you initially got in the game looking at other artists. And exactly. you wanted to be that artist. Right. But then your personal growth. So let's talk about, you say, uh, single parent household. So you're the only child? I'm the only child. It was just me and mom. Um, you know, my dad had uh, three other kids on, um, you know, uh, with another woman or whatever, you know, but we never grew up together. So it was yeah. like, you know, hey, I'll go see my uh my my brother here and there, my sister yeah. here and there, but it was always just me and my mom. Now, where part. do you fall in with the 
the other kids as far as age range? Um, I am the second oldest. Overall. So, yeah, yep. Uh shout out to my brother Nova. You know, he rapped too. Uh, okay. Bully uh bully brand, all that stuff. You know, he been doing his thing. Shout out to him, he do his thing. And then, you know, and then it's me and then I got two sisters after that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So do y'all make music or have y'all made music together? Um, we have we've done a couple tracks. We've done a couple yeah. tracks. Um, um I don't think well one of them released on on one of his projects. I had one for one of my projects that never came out. But uh we looking forward to really like locking in and doing yeah, like an EP yeah. or something. Yeah, you know? so as y'all grew older, like did y'all have is the bond there or is it still kinda you kinda gotta find the bond? Um, I think it's getting there. I think yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. Um I would say like with the two oldest, my uh my, my older brother and my older sister, um we like really connecting the younger sister yeah. um is you know we connecting but you know she the baby like she yeah. like years under us so it's right, like right, we right. still trying to get that you know what i'm saying that right. that bond going but i right. feel like you know with the other two we getting there you know? yeah and we asked that i mean i asked that uh question because it, it just be like that sometimes when you don't grow up in the house with your siblings unless y'all spend time significant, Extent, time, yeah, significant a, time as youth over like a grandparent or maybe an auntie house mm-hmm. it like the love there but it's no bonds yeah and yeah, and, and yeah. bonds is how you get through 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 this life because exactly. yeah that's my sister but i mean shit i've been with old the old girl next door more my sister than she is because i grew up and we had to eat together some nights yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. and people like people misrepresent that and they think oh yeah just because we brother and sister but wait a minute we ain't even grew up in the same house we don't even have the same values as somebody i might have grew up next door with or spent or the same or the same every day. summer yeah, with yeah. it might be a cousin like oh yeah but that's more like my sister then i just wish people would like take the time to realize that like yeah we got this one of the same parents or even if you got both same parents but, but you could gap. be like 20 years older and it's mm-hmm. like i'm about to be 40 you about to right. be 20 yeah, yeah we brothers and sisters but we didn't even grow I don't up even at know you yeah. 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 like because yeah. i was yeah. out yeah. the yeah. house yeah. you know yeah. what i'm yeah. saying so let's talk about the uh cousin that introduced you to rap you say your cousin had the karaoke machine you would go over like what was it about rap that when he bust out the karaoke machine what was the first rap song you heard and you was like that's it oh I don't know. Um, well, you know, like I said, cuz he just, you know, shout out to my cousin Smooth. He out there in Cali. Shout out to him doing this thing. Um, much love. He uh inspired me a lot with a lot of things I do. Um, but uh, as far as like the first song, I don't know, man. You know, uh for whatever reason, man, I was like into like New York rap. So, you know, yeah. we talking about Wu Tang, we talking about Nas, we talking about Mob Deep, like Again, we go back to the uh, blessed, loved, and unique. That yeah. unique word. I was always kind of like different from everybody. So while they yeah. was listening to Pac, they was listening to uh, certain artists. I'm like uh, Mob Deep. You know, they yeah. like who is Mob Deep or who is Wu Tang Clan and stuff yeah. like that. So it wasn't intentional. It's just what I like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, cause he just he just was consistent with the music. And I remember. Um, when he went to Belleville High School for a little bit, um, him and these other guys started a group. Uh, yeah. They called themselves AUT. And I just remember like hearing their first recordings. It was like so amazing because right. like, dang, Cuz made a song just like Snoop Dogg uh, made yeah, a song. Yeah, or yeah. It sounded How, what's just the, what's good. The, not to cut you off, what's the age range, you and your cousin? So you, age difference. Age difference. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cuz, I want to say he... 38. Okay. So it's about like three, four years under. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he always been a visionary and a person who do. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, it's one thing to talk about stuff, yeah. but it's another thing to do it. And, yeah. you know, just seeing him like, you know, 
I remember when he was working, uh, you know, uh, Stank on Your Studios down in Atlanta yeah. as an internship. And then, you know, that took him to Pandora Music. Yeah. And now you have Facebook. So, you know, yeah. he continued to grow. Boom, there you go, yeah, AJ. Yeah, you yeah, can get yeah, up yeah. in the Twitter. <laughs> you got to call him. Anything possible, man. Anything possible. And sometimes it's just about who you know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think that that plug with that Stank on you. Led him to meet the right people that led him to Pandora and so forth and so forth. You know, so sometimes it's about encountering certain people in life that can get you where you need to, where you're supposed to be. Right, right. Because really, man, you just build your own team around your dream or you you own somebody else's team for their dream and then you start building yours. Because, like, even with uh, a lot of stuff that be going on, we like, yo, we go go get, we go go work with them because we know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people look at us like, well, we know what the twins know what they're doing, but we only learn what we're doing, know what we're doing. Because we look at somebody else and learn it from them. So seventh grade, you hit uh, the junior high school and you create the dub count with fat. So you didn't you didn't know fats until seventh grade. Didn't know fats until seventh grade. Now uh, was he? Is it well? We go get him in here, of course, to the yeah, tell his yeah, own story. Yeah, yeah. Now is it because he went to a different? Because everybody lived. In or, the dub, well, well, fats was, was actually uh, originally uh, fats kind of grew up in a Taylor area. Okay, so you know. Um, he was out there in like the ponds and stuff like that. Oh yeah, cause my nigga is cousin. Uh, what's the nigga name? They went to Eureka Dale. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They went to Eureka yeah, Dale. Yeah, yeah, Brandon yeah. Homeboy. Yeah. But I can't think of his name. See, we went to Federal. Okay. And we skunked Eureka Dale. Yeah, Every niggas could not get over that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when uh, I met my nigga Brandon, I was like, I was well grown. And he like, oh, you know, uh, such and such. That's fat cousin. Yeah, he told me y'all played basketball together. I said, bro, right. that was. Sixth grade, right, 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 right. <laughs> like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't think of my nigga name. But yeah, they went to Eureka yeah, Dale and yeah. shit. So it's crazy. Like I said, uh, you know, he he started he started coming there seventh grade. Um, we had a class together, and you know, we just started talking about music. And uh, I remember I let him borrow a Capadonna album. This is Wu Tang shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was just surprised that he knew anything about that stuff. Yeah, and you know, uh, and just we just kind of just got cool, and I just found out like, damn, this dude is like. Musically inclined with everything, like yeah. he doing beats off the uh the PlayStation, yeah. he doing all this stuff like that. And then when I linked him with my cousin, it was like everything was that was the Clicker. foundation. Yeah, and you know his cousin rap, which is uh, Killer Rule, who's in the Dub Camp. Yeah, me and White Bob was best friends. He was okay. ready to rap, and that's just how it all came together, man. You yeah, know what and y'all kept that thing going for a long, long time. time. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Uh, my nigga K White was in the Dub Camp. <laughs> yeah, 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 he was our manager. Oh, yeah, 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 K was our yeah, manager, yeah, man. Right, he was, right. Shout out to K Dub, man. Much love, man. Yeah, love. yeah, and that. But uh, just to be honest, like y'all held that shit down because. Y'all was the only people. So this is how I look at it when people rap, right? People rap and then people in the business. Mm-hmm. And y'all was putting out music. Yeah. So y'all in the business. Y'all got barcodes. And it was studio. Y'all got your own studio. Yeah, own yeah. studio. Yeah. So it was good to see that just even coming from the town. I mean, we all went to high school together. And to see, like, we ain't the only people who doing it. Because what people fail to realize is we didn't want to be the only people doing it. Yeah. Because that don't look. It, it kind of make the area look soft because we not from Detroit. Right, so if right, we the right. only people doing it from Inkster and we go to Rumulus, ain't nobody from Rumulus putting out no record. Like that kind of little weak right, on saying. everybody behalf. Yeah, like, like, come on, we at? can't what, be the only the niggas yeah, who yeah, right, yeah, 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 want to put the music yeah, out. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, talk about like leading up to that first project that y'all actually put out. Because I'm sure if y'all was working since seventh grade, like to actually see the product in plastic. This one it was only physical. Yeah. So to yeah, see the yeah, product yeah, yeah, in yeah. plastic, like, how did that make you feel? Oh man, that was amazing. That was like one of the greatest feelings in my life. Um, 
what we did, like I said, uh, you know, fastest making beats on the PlayStation and stuff like that. Uh, we used to like loop beats and stuff like that, instrumentals and stuff like that, and just kind of rap over it. So we was always just kind of messing around with it, but like didn't take it serious. Like, hey, let's start producing our own records. Let's start doing this and that. Uh, I'm going to say like a couple years down the line after we met, um, you know, him and my cousin started getting into him. My cousin and them had their little project they put out. Uh, so we like that. Now, what it's, was that called? It was called, uh, it was a group called NUT, uh, which stands for Niggas Under the Thunder. And then they had uh, another guy, uh, Kane, who was like a mentor to us. Because, you know, at one point in time, we was repping J-O-I. We was over here talking about some Joy Road records and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and that's because my boy Kane, he was from Joy Road. Yeah. And he had, he called us, you know, he was like mentoring us. He was kind of yeah. like putting us under, he put us under his label, whatever the case. Wasn't no paperwork or nothing like that, but just a thing that we was kind of moving. But it kind of molded us because now we making real records now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, my cousin producing, Fats producing. And, you know, it just kind of led up to where, you know, we dropped a couple mixtapes um, and they had success. So now we like, okay, let's put it together. Let's do a real project. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy, man. We put that project together. And what it year was this so project? Because it was the campus here, right? The campus here. I'm going to say, dang, man, we was like 2003 maybe. Fats know all the information. Like y'all yeah. get him up here, he gonna you, give him everything. You, you, what you gra- you graduated in what? Oh two. So okay. it, it came yeah. out right after we graduated. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we graduated in two thousand. Yeah. So yeah. We, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. So that was about oh two oh three that that came yeah. out. Yeah. 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 And it's just crazy because it, it did a lot for us. Like you know, with that album, um, we was able to go into the city, and which is so crazy. I, I talk about this to this day. Like where we would go to uh, Toya spot yeah. and yeah. do these open mics, and you know we got. Niggas from the city that's, you know, repping, that's doing their thing. We came into their home and, like, you know, no disrespect, but we just, like, tore it up. Like, you yeah. know, cats well, like that. We can relate. Yeah, yeah. 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 you know what I'm saying? And we so, was way younger, so. Yeah, you know yeah, and I saying? know y'all was on it early, like, yeah. going hard with it. So, yeah. you know, uh, it just kind of like, you know, I still got friendships and connections from that moment, you yeah. know. And all off of that album, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's talk about crafting your skills because you said something that, so you... So obviously everybody around you wasn't up on the woo, wasn't up on the mob deep and whoever else you was listening to. What made you gravitate gravitate toward that style of music? But then crafting your skills, you really don't sound like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy with the whole New York vibe. Like it's just it's a feeling. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a feeling. Like, you know, when you listen to uh, Mob Deep, you listen to Nas, you listen to Wu-Tang. It's it's a certain feeling that it, it gave me. Yeah. Um. And then you know when you really look at it, you know you talk about Nas. You like, to me he's like the God MC. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. when he like certain songs he uh he has it it it, it brings goosebumps on me. You like dang like dang. Nigga, I can't the life we chose. About like that, that. That's the that's yeah, my favorite yeah, Nas yeah, song. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. What what's the song with? And uh, the door get you killed quicker than you know, nigga. That's my shit. And then the story. Quiet the, niggas and kill. Quiet niggas yeah. and kill. The shit uh, that he spit backwards like oh, he yeah, unmatched. Yeah, when it comes yeah, to storytelling, yeah, yeah. because of that song, he's unmatched. Yeah, yeah nobody can yeah, match. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah, what a nigga say like. I don't give a fuck who your favorite MC is. They ain't never spit a story, story backwards. backwards. Right. I remember when we first heard that, we was high as hell. Like, Mom man, this nigga, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this nigga, it took a minute to catch on to yeah. what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. So you 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 listening to Mob Deep and all that. When did you like start listening to other people from other regions? Um, you know, I'm I'm very open. So you know, Snoop was popping at that time. You know, uh, you know, Snoop had it popping. 
I rock with Snoop Dogg, Dre. You know, I, I, I like the mainstream stuff, too. It's just, you know, yeah. that was my thing. That's just like, you know, uh, I know some cats who like Tech 9 and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like a thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, but, you know. Uh, Even with Eminem, man, I realized the other day, bro, that it's not that I don't like Eminem. I just like funny Eminem better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. like like the Eminem because when we was coming up, 99, 2000, all of that, it was like, that was the Eminem I like. I just don't like I, I can't relate on no level to this Eminem. It ain't even nothing That's to laugh not, at. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? It's just yeah. not nothing to laugh at. So, boom, you created, you 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 link in with the dub camp. It's you and Fats. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, when do you become Mike Blue? Okay. So, you know, uh, just so you know, like, I started off as Blue Man. That was my yeah. name. You know, and, and that goes back to, like, you know, we was some young kids. Like, even before the dub camp, just dudes from my neighborhood, d Lou, Paul, shout out to them. We started something called Money Associated Click, which was MAC, which was my initials to my, my real name. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, oh, man, nigga, that's your initials, nigga. Michael Allen Christopher, that's my name. Said. So we was just bullshitting around, and, like, everybody came up with names. Uh, Tupac, you know, just different names, little common names. I'm like, Blue Man. And yeah. they're like, Blue Man, what the fuck is that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, again, back to Wu-Tang, back to superheroes. We talking about, like, 11, 12 years old. Like, yeah. And I'm spelling it B-O-U. I don't know why I spelled it B-O-U. So, long story short, you know, uh, we, we started that off. And then, you know, as I've grown, you know, got older and stuff like that, I'm like, man, you know, this name don't really go with me no more, but yeah. Blue stuck with me. Like, that yeah. blessed love, the unique, born leader untamed, beyond life's uncertainties, it really resonated with who I am. So I'm yeah. like, I got to keep that Blue. Because even if you go to the airport, you come to the airport, yeah, yeah, yeah. people are like, Blue, what up? Blue, yeah. what up? You know, everybody know me at the airport. I've been working there for a long time and stuff. So people know me as Blue. The name stuck. So uh, I kind of just changed my name with that last project I did, GLCU. I changed it to Mike Blue just to be more, you know, uh, Organic, I felt like Mike yeah. is my name. It's, it's almost like Mike is blue. Mike is blessed, loved, and unique. Mike is a right. born leader in time. Mike right. is beyond life's uncertainties. Yeah. So um, that's just what I'm rolling with, man. And uh, you know, it's just the evolution, man. It's the evolution. I'm just trying to uh, get the music, and I'm just trying to do like you know for the longest, man. You know, uh, I got a song on the album called Poison, where it talks about how things can poison your mind or take you off from what you trying to really do. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Your and mind is so what powerful. That's yeah, what yeah, 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 about yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the violent yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, when you, when, like, when you grow up and this is all that's been shoved down your throat for 37 years and then you wake up one day while you're 37 and realize, like, it's people that don't subscribe to violence no way, shape, or exactly. form yep. and violence don't happen to them. <laughs> and they live in a, a great, living yeah, a great life. life. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. saying? Like right. yep. they, they, it's, it's people that you work next to every day that 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 don't subscribe to none of the shit that we see as normal or as deemed as normal yeah. because we from the hood or we right around the corner from the hood, and then we be stuck in that place. You yeah. know, you got forty year old niggas out here thinking they twenty two. Of course, you gonna get killed at the liquor store, exactly. fucking with some young kids. You yep. know what I'm saying? But yep. I'm like, you got forty year old niggas out here mentoring twenty two year old niggas, so they don't kill nobody at exactly. the liquor store. Exactly. So you got to pick what you know what i'm saying and that's what you know at the end of the day it's about balance like music it has to be balanced you know what i'm saying i'm not saying it's like it's like the movie industry you know you got your action movies you got your comedy movies you got your movies with a with a message you know what i'm saying right. music gotta have the same thing yeah. but a lot of time we get forced with the 
I sell dope. I'm gonna kill you. Right. I'm gonna fuck your bitch. This you know is what, what I'm we forced like with. We yeah. forced to watch Menace to Society be re- Menace to exactly. Society in New Jack City remakes over and over, over and over and, over, and yeah. over. That's all yeah. we watching, man. Yeah. So I was like, yo. I got to get that shit up out of my head. But like, okay, so you said three acronyms when you said blue. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with these acronyms? Because they, they, it's not like simple shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is the blessed, love, and unique one just came. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, you know, honestly, man, when I when I think of my life, man, I say, damn, man, I am really blessed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've been through a lot of things, man, with things could have went a whole nother way, man. Right. But I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm right. still able to do what I what I love to do. Yeah. Uh, now, well, before you get off of that, speaking mm, of that, one of the songs uh, on the stories. project was, that, was stories. stories. Did you yeah, get into a car accident? I got into a real bad car accident when I was uh, 11 years old, man. And yeah. it just, that really changed my life a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you got to think, uh, 11-year-old boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to the... Uh, age where I'm liking girls, yeah, I, yeah, all this other stuff like that, and here I am with scars all on one side of my face, yeah, and you know what I'm saying I gotta go around these people who normal or you know perceived as perceived normal. as normal, and you know it really taught me a lot of uh, it taught me a lot of lessons. It taught me to really embrace who I am in the inside. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I shine from the inside right, before right. anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, people, whether it's white, black, Asian, whatever, they're like, man, I fuck with Blue. Like, I like this dude. He's a genuine guy. And that's, you know, you know, some people, like, you know, they known for being uh, pretty boys at school. They going to take that to their head. They feel like they deserve things because how they look. Right. Chicks, they be feeling like, oh, I look good. I'm so a So a nigga should spend, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So what the cars then did to me, it kind of humbled me because I ain't about to be like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty boy swag and stuff. I got yeah. scars all on my face. I had to learn how to. To, to to shine in another way, you know what I'm saying, and and, and that's what happened. Can we you. talk about the car accident? Yeah, or what yeah, you yeah. remember? So like, just take us just take us through that because. So um, I just remember me and my mom again. Like I said, just me and my mom uh, with everything we've been through, everything together. Um, we were going to Detroit for something, um, and then we was like supposed to go to Red Lobster afterwards. It's gonna be a good day, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, you ready uh, for the day? I'm ready for the day. I'm ready for the day, and uh, it was like bumper to bumper traffic. Um, on on the freeway, I forgot what freeway. I don't think it was ninety four. It might have been a uh, uh, Southfield freeway. I'm I'm not sure which freeway. But anyway, long story short, uh, it's bumper to bumper traffic. I guess the traffic let up. My mom drives up, but she's not paying attention. And it's a semi truck in front of us. Yeah. It stops, but she goes and boom hits right in the back of the uh, the truck. Yeah. So I had no seatbelt on because this uh, is back in the day. Yeah, where it yeah, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. wasn't promoted. Like make yeah. sure you got your seatbelt on. I don't think it was promoted. At, at all, because back all. in the day yeah, it wasn't yeah, no. Yeah, back in the day, you could ride in the on the middle part of the right, car. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Like shit, we got to be in the back of the thing. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, uh, you know, man, you know, obviously, you know, once we hit the uh, the truck, you know, what I'm saying, uh, I flew out the car. I mean, I flew damn near through the window. Uh, they said, you know, a couple more inches, I would have been decapitated uh, from the bar, uh, the truck, the truck bar. You know, yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. So it was real bad, man. I just remember, like, you know, uh, waking up. And blood all over my hands, stuff like that. I'm coming out the car. First thing, I'm worried about my mom. You know what I'm saying? I'm not right. even caring about right. what happened to me. I'm worried about my mom. I see my mom on the ground crying and stuff like that. And, you know, just, you know, from that point on, you know, of course, the healing process. I had dealt with uh, punctured liver, uh, facial uh, lacerations, stuff like that. But, you know, man, it's just God is good, man, because, like, you know, when I walk around now, you know what I'm saying? Nobody can really even notice that right, I was in the car. Do you feel the effects from the punctured liver and all of that? No, no. So the punctured liver, all that stuff healed up uh, 
wonderfully. Uh, I had no issues with the puncture lever. Uh, it took years for the scars to kind of like blend, and, and you know, through the years, it, it just yeah. started to blend out, and, and and now I just look good, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the ladies' man all over again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, even though it was when you were 11, mm-hmm. like. For how long did you feel the effects of that mentally? Because that's like that's still something big to yeah. deal with. Some people might I'm not even be able to drive. You, yeah, I, I say I always say this in my mind. Like I feel like I did a ten year bid. Yeah. Like I feel like I was in a mental prison for ten years. Yeah. I dealt with anxiety. You know what I'm saying? I remember like it was certain girls that you know would, would give me some love. But I didn't feel like I was worthy. So, you know, I'm talking about we go to these, you know, this girl showed me some love. It was one particular girl. I ain't going to name her man. She went to Romulus. And, like, I used to be in love with her. So she gave me some love, like, showing me some love. Yeah. And, like, whenever I'm around her, I just, like, break out into a sweat. Like, yeah. like I just couldn't because I felt like, dang, you wasn't she's so too good for yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Why yeah. she messing with me? So it really took a long time to kind of overcome that, man. Yeah. It's just like, dang, you know, um, but I feel like it made me a better person overall. You know, I felt like yeah. it it taught me to embrace who I am uh, in the inside. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what the soul for real thing is. Who I am is from the soul. Right. right? That's soul what for real. I'm soul for real. Yeah. That's yeah. how I wanted to put a spin on it a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 So we we hear you like the running thing with this is like you got like so much love for your mom. Mm-hmm. So uh, me personally, uh, I think black women got right. Like not yeah. women specifically. Mm-hmm. Black women, right? Because when you describe uh, God, okay, is 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 nurturing, is uh, enduring the most. Who endure more than black women? Who nurture more than yeah. black women? Who bring life to the world more than, than black, black women? Yeah. And then in and real then life, the oldest, the oldest DNA DNA of <laughs> yeah. a, a, of a person found in Africa was a black woman, okay. right? So that's just, that's my take on things, yeah. right? Then I'm blessed to have a wife who's a black woman, wouldn't be nothing different, yeah. and I got two black daughters, right? And your running theme is your mom. Talk about, like, uh, like your mom, she a cancer survivor. I kind of watched it go yeah. on on uh, on uh, Facebook, Facebook, like yeah, 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 social yeah, medias, because yeah, yeah. I really don't got no Facebook, but I think it was too. I mean, wherever you would talk about yeah, it, though, yeah, I would yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. talk about that time in your life because that was that, that's, that, that was more than music. That's like the real you, like this the real person. Yeah. So talk about that, son. Um, you know, man, you know, like I said, man, my mom is everything to me. Like, you know, um, I, I talk about it in the music and stuff like that. Like, I got a song called Blue. And, uh, you know, so I say every day I thank the Lord for my mother. Because yeah. her love got me through many things. But I can never pay it back. But she um, always my queen. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, she did a lot for me, man. Like, it's like we take for granted what love can do for people. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, now as I got older, I see, like, all kinds of people come up, you know, you never know nobody's background. Like, right. people come up in some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... You know, you 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 think that a parent supposed to love they kid or you know everything. Some of these people of, didn't even want kids. Exactly. You know so what I'm you gotta really count your blessings. If you had a, a mother or a father that really loved you, that really protected you, that nurtured you, did all these things, count your blessings because a lot of people who didn't. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. It's a lot, a lot of, of yeah, people who yeah. didn't. So uh, you know, well, my mom, she really put everything into making sure, you know, I was going to be all right. I was loved. I was protected and things of that nature. So when she was going through that situation with cancer, um, I was right there with her through the whole, through the whole situation. You know, um, I felt like, you know, she needed that support. She needed somebody to be there with her and, you know, everything, you know, in a long story short, uh, everything went good. She, uh, cancer survivor, it hasn't come back and nothing like that. 
and she doing good. She doing good, man. Now, she like when when she first set you down and told you she had cancer, what was that conversation like for from now that you older and you can see it from both perspectives, but from your initial perspective when she was telling you that she had cancer, like what was your first initial thought? My first initial thought is we gonna beat this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and, and it was an emphasis on we. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I didn't. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to somebody you love, you don't never want to think the negative. You want to like figure out, hey, how we gonna do this? How we gonna make it through this? You know what, what we got to do? What we got to do? So you know, I, I was there through. You know, hey, they suggesting a surgery. They suggesting um, chemo, radiation. Like okay. Whatever we got to do, we're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm more of a positive type of person. Like, I always want try to look at the positive uh, aspects of things before just embracing the negative. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I feel like we all got a choice. I mean, we all got bad shit going on, but we also all got good shit going on. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. It, it could be the smallest thing. We woke up this morning. We could walk. We can eat. We could talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit to be blessed on. You know right. what I'm saying? So, and then people don't see themselves as taking that shit for granted because they not seeing somebody who can't who walk. Who can't. Who can't talk. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, So yeah. when you see that, like, so when she come and tell you she got cancer, you say, we about to beat this yeah. and y'all beat it. Cause yeah. like, so how how long has it been since you've been cancer free? Oh, it's been at least about 10 years. It's yeah, been about 10 yeah, years. Congratulations. congratulations. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Go, yeah. Go, go. So we got to have to talk about something else too, man. Let's talk about your love for the New York Knicks, man. Because that <laughs> is my favorite franchise. <laughs> all time. Time. And my favorite is the Lakers. You feel that <laughs> like, it's straight up. And my and, favorite and, is the Lakers. And, and just to be real and shit, like I'd have seen you in Madison Square Garden and yeah, shit. I'm like, yeah, that nigga doing that shit. I'm for real with that nigga shit, man. Like the Knicks is just my favorite. And I don't even know why, bro. Like, I know back in the day, John Charles Starks Oakley. used to be okay. my favorite yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, okay. Charles Oakley, yeah. shit. I remember Chris Childs yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I just like always like the Knicks. Like, I don't never think we go with no championship. None of that shit. Because yeah, yeah, to me, yeah, it don't yeah, matter. Yeah. Like, I like what I like. So exactly, it, where, wherever they make it to, I'm fine with that yeah. because it's like I, I'm not from New York. I don't like winning the championship. I'm not go like feel the effects because yeah, I would yeah, never yeah, go yeah. to a parade in New York City. I might, <laughs> <laughs> I might bro. <laughs> I know though, but like. Yeah, Y'all gonna have like, to go together. Yeah, it's right. just, that's gonna be way too yeah, that's, gonna be wild. <laughs> that's gonna be wild. <laughs> but but like, y'all have never had that, so it don't matter. Uh, you right. Hey, you right. Right. You know, yeah. we, got, we got to stay positive. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm being positive <laughs> for y'all. I'm a, I'm a Laker, bro. Like real Laker. Not I'm I'm like Magic Johnson, my favorite player. Okay. So, as long as I can remember watching basketball, I've been a Lakers fan. But this was so crazy about me being a Lakers fan, though, right? I got a three-year-old daughter, dog, on everything. She's a Boston Celtics fan. Oh, yeah, that's just that hurt. Crazy. That, that hurt. But. <laughs> To my advantage, her very first pictures that we ever took, she got on a Lakers onesie. Okay. So she could never live <laughs> that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so where did that come from? Though? So, man, it's crazy. It's, it's it's like a crazy story. So, uh, again, you know what I'm saying? Me just being different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we talking about, you know, young. I'm going to say I'm just about 89, 90 because I yeah. remember, you know, Patrick Ewing was doing this thing. That was my favorite player. So yeah. we're going to get into I mean, that. Well, you see, I got the Georgetown coat. That's yeah, only because yeah, of Patrick yeah, Ewing. Yeah, yeah. You know Pat, Pat Ewing, and, man. And then shout I out to Pat Ewing, man. He, yeah. he was like my, my like that person that I looked up to, that first person I looked up to. So long story short, like, you know, if you got a man in a household, you know, they probably into basketball, football, stuff like that, and they teach their son or their kids, hey, yeah, the Pistons is this, yeah. or the Lakers, or, you know, whatever the case it is. You know, being a hometown, you want to say the Pistons, the Lions, stuff like that. But you know what, though? We got that advantage because we ain't from the D. So we ain't got to pick sides. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Even though yeah, we yeah, still, yeah. you know, right, right. Right, whatever the case. <laughs> so it really wasn't, you know, I didn't I didn't really have a man in a household. You know what I'm saying? So nobody was teaching me about uh, sports or nothing like that. Uh, my neighbors, 
uh, two brothers, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah. that lived down the street. They was into sports and all that stuff like that. So they always talking about Jordan and this, this, yeah. and that. So I'm like, okay, man, I'm going to check out some basketball because I wasn't even messing with it. Yeah. Like, And I, it's crazy. I want to say the first game I watched was New York Knicks and – it might have been the Bulls or something like that. Yeah. And so that was, was a good game. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just something about Patrick Ewing, though. Yeah. That, like, and it's just crazy. I'm like, man, I like this guy. I like the way he played. You know, yeah. he's a big man. He can shoot. Yeah. He had the little post moves and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, from, from that point, I just started following the Knicks. And it just became, like, a comfort zone in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can always depend on I'm going to watch the Knicks this weekend or I'm going to have the Knicks playing. Yeah. And it just kept on going, man, to where it like became a this part it. of me. Yeah, yeah. like, like I fuck is. with the Knicks. So, you know, like you said, Charles Oakley, them years, John Starks, Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. All them, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Anthony Mason. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So what was your experience like the first time you went to Madison Square Garden? It was lit. Yeah. It was lit, man. Um, I want to say the first time I went to Madison Square Garden is when they got Carmelo. Um, I was so hyped because I'm like, damn, we got Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. We about to really have a good team. And that year they had a good team. They uh they were second in the Atlantic. They was the second seed in the playoffs. Um, but they came up short. They lost to the Indiana Pacers or whatever the case. Uh, but Achilles like, Hill always had. Yeah, been. yeah. Reggie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> damn you, Reggie. Like, yo, Reggie went crazy. <laughs> yo, you think that nuts, man. Yeah. He used to go nuts. <laughs> I hate that dude, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? What's so crazy yeah. is how like I, I feel that way about Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan yeah, because yeah, yeah. when it come to Reggie Miller, that's like the Knicks couldn't get over that hump. When it come that way to me with Michael Jordan is because after that, I'm a Pistons fan, and yeah, I just yeah, yeah. know that when the Pistons was here, Jordan wasn't – I don't care what you say, Jordan wasn't getting there, and people yeah. – Tend to forget that, yeah, but that's why I but feel that's like what that made about Jordan Reggie good, Miller, though. though. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, damn, yeah. you Reggie Miller. Like, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? I told my wife one time, like, I remember basically it was Reggie Miller versus the Knicks that now make you have three shots after a three pointer, yeah, because yeah. he was getting fouled so, so much shooting yeah. three pointers, yeah, yeah. and they was like, that's kind of not fair. And the next year. Change you got the three, yeah. I, and it's because a playoff game where they played the Knicks. I never forgot yeah. that. You feel what I'm saying? Reg, man, I, man, he had that one game. He had like 12 points in like five seconds. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like self destruction that game for yeah. the Knicks, man. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh. yeah, yeah but, but shout out to the Knicks, man. I love the Knicks. That's yeah. my team for life, man. You know, one day they're gonna win it all, and I'm gonna be there, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, depending yeah. on how old I am, I'll <laughs> right, be there too. Because yeah. I don't want nobody to wheel me to the parade. Right, right, right. <laughs> you feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So talk about the new project though, man. So how did that come about? So man, like I said, uh just real quick, um, you know, summing up everything, like, you know, um a lot of times in life we get into a point where we start to overthink things. And that's been a problem of mine. Like, you know, I overthink things or I feel like everything has to be perfect, gotta be this way, gotta be that way. And then you you tend to start pushing things to the side. So to be honest with you, man, I'm sitting on like four projects right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've been working. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, but you was going to school and stuff for a minute too. I was a going lot, to school. Was, I had a lot yeah, going so on. I had a lot going on, but at the same time, like, you know, uh, we talk about, like you said, with the violence and stuff. I got a project. I'm not out of element of myself, but but then again, it's not what I want to represent now. So, like, right. it was more mainstream. It's bangers, this, you know, braggadocious, kind of like stuff like that. And I ended up pushing that product to the side and coming out with the GLCU, uh, yeah. which a hollow. Hollow did the whole joint. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that felt better for me at the time. I felt like that message is a message that I need to get out there, not this. So, um, 
a lot of times I push music to the side. So even with So For Real, I was kind of, So For Real was like a project I was just like, a song here, a song there. It wasn't like an idea, like I'm about to do this soulful project. But as I started like getting the songs together, I'm like, hey man, this shit kind of sounds soulful. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I had to balk at a project done. So I started reaching out to other producers. Cause I like, uh, I feel like when you work with other producers, it take you somewhere else. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. I reached out to File Mouth. You know, he got a little name out here, yeah. especially on the hip hop scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's who, uh, Middle Finger Music. Yeah, Middle Finger Music. Shout out to, uh, Middle Finger Music. Catch P, everybody over there. Shout out to them. Um, so he got a production on there. This cat named Pigpen. Another uh, hip hop. He's cat. from Ann Arbor, right? He from he from uh I want to say he down river area. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. he do a lot yeah. of cats. Uh, he he do a lot of production. Guilty Simpson. He got some. He got some names on his uh record Resume, too. Yeah. And then uh, Peace of Mind. He did a couple tracks. Now that's Street Justice old uh producer. He yeah. did a lot of stuff with Street Justice back in the day. So they was able to like give me that real hip hop soulful type stuff too so it just all came together and then we put it together and uh you know uh a lot of things a lot of times my projects is touching on a lot of stuff you know what i'm saying i'm not just talking about the same thing every song um so you know you got songs like poison which i say is like about the mind being poisoned whether it's lust whether it's uh jealousy whether it's social media thinking you know other people doing something that you not and and poisoning your mind uh, I got a song called Young Man Speaking to the Young Dudes. Who featured on that song? Um, I got my man James White. He from Romulus. Uh, his name, his artist name is Kazar One. Uh, up and coming hip hop soulful type rapper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I wanted to show some love for the, you know, for, for the, the neighborhood. Time, yeah. yeah, from Rom Town. And, you know, he came through representing. And I got this poet uh, named Three Face Poet. He he out here in Detroit. He always doing uh, erotic uh, uh, poetry, poetry nights yeah. and stuff like that. Shout out to Pete, uh, Three Face Poet, man. Um, and then, you know, DJ Lowe's, he on the project. Shout out to Lowe's. He, you know, he connected all over Detroit as far as the hip hop scene. Uh, Pierre Anthony, he 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 killing it right now. You know what I'm saying? He on the Broken Heart record. Yeah. And then uh, L. Renee, you know she yeah. she seen back up for Kim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was able to get a plug in with her. Yeah. And everybody was humble. Everybody was willing to work with me. And you know it was a good experience with this project putting yeah. it together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, uh, you what was the visuals like? Uh, as far as the visuals right now, only visual I got is the Soul for Real uh visual. Which That's is the one you rapping in the mirror, right? What's no, that? that's a that's man in the mirror. So okay. that one is actually off of GLCU. That but project. you just dropped that not too long ago. Well, my man D Man, shout out to D Man. Yeah. He 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 edited and he just kind of dropped it. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, man, you know, we gotta talk about that. Like, you gotta <laughs> let me know you're gonna drop some of my stuff. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's all love. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, that's that's free promotion. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and the song dope anyway. So you know, I'm glad. But the uh, visual that I have for this project, so for real, is uh, so for real, which is yeah. the title track with DJ Lowe's. Um, but we about to get working. I'm about to get the Broken Heart video shot. That's the single. Um, with Pierre Anthony, and I want to do a, a visual to either Poison or Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Got to get them visuals though, man, because yeah. I feel like people want to see what the song looks like. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. especially when it's like super creative and it's not, you know, the typical yeah spinoff Chief Keith video. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, what? All right, so just a couple weeks ago, I was listening to a song and it uh it got like forty niggas on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the song that uh, Fats had put out. Oh, man. Everybody on that shit. Man. And we had a good time making that, man. Yeah, like, I yeah, actually, yeah, when, I heard, yeah. when I heard our verses, I remember the session. I remember coming in the house. I remember going, you know what I'm saying? So what's the best verse that you feel like you ever spit? 
Because you had to come with it on that song. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody was anxious was to hear it. Everybody <laughs> was like, who had the best verse on <laughs> yeah, that track? Yeah. Man? It was just you know a dog-ass song. It wasn't it was, no best, best verse to me. Yeah, it was just no, everybody. everybody like, that song like just shows unity and love, man. Like yeah. Everybody respect each other enough to kind of hop on the same track and do their thing. Like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like It was it, it blended very well. Yeah. But the hardest verse I ever spit... Uh, I'm gonna say on the campus here, it's a song called uh nine one one. Yeah. And it just was just a raw beat that Fats did. And you know, uh messing with Fats and them, man, you know, you gotta come with your A game. Fats is like a a lyrical assassin. So like yeah. sometimes, you know, like a lot of time the format be like, okay, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna do the hook, cause I'm the hook guy. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm gonna do the hook and then I'm gonna have to start off verse, you know what I'm saying, to kinda like catch it. Yeah. And then I want you know, fast to just, you know, rip it up yeah, at the end. Yeah. That's always been the format. Uh, but sometimes, like, man, I'm tired of this nigga always outshining me on the lyrics. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, let me, let me boss up and do my thing. So, yeah, yeah probably that 911, man, off the now, campus here, man. L- let's talk about the Bullfrog and what it meant to you personally and to y'all crew because we had Uncle P in here. And, uh, you know, he been an ally of ours for yeah. forever, to be honest with you, since – since we started marketing singles, I think uh, he even reminded us, like, when he had Local Love, he would play our single. Because yeah. we just used to get singles pressed up. This going to be the single. Send it around wherever, you know what I'm saying, wherever we got the information from. And he used to play it. And, uh, you know, the Bullfrog, he he had the longest run at the Bullfrog. But we told him, like, the Bullfrog, well, remember we did the tour when we used to do the shows, I said that like ease some tension. Yeah, because yeah. when our camp got with y'all camp, that ease some tension. It was a few cats from the way doing it, but they had they had to go to the city. Moody had yeah, to go to the city. Yeah, yeah you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because but what he what people fail to realize is just because you went straight to the city don't mean the backyard was with you from the jump. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like we was coming from the backyard going to the to city, the city. Yep, you feel yep. what I'm saying? And when our camps got together, that eased so much tension because, first of all, everybody fucked with everybody anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hollow would be over my house all day and then tell me he about to go over your house to yeah, produce. It, it, yeah. just, it, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. So it made niggas around feel comfortable, and the bullfrog did that because when we was with K. White and sitting in the van, I mean, sitting in the truck and shit, like, where it's going to be at, we went through so many places, and we just looked at each other like, the bullfrog. bullfrog. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Get yeah, with your yeah. team. Like, it got to be the bullfrog. Yeah. And just having shows and shit at the bullfrog and meeting people at the bullfrog was just an amazing time. And art is not going to have that. So talk about, like, what that meant for you, just the bullfrog in general. Yeah, bullfrog, man, it, it, it was an opportunity. You know, it was a big opportunity because, like, it was always something going on. Like, we take that for granted now that it's gone now. Yeah. Cause like, you know, after a while you get tired, you're like, man, man, I ain't doing another show at the Bullfrog because you're doing all these shows at the Bullfrog. But that platform was a was a good platform. You know, you had all kind of artists from everywhere coming out. They people coming out to support them. So, you know, now other people were able to hear what you got. You know what I'm saying? People right. that's not in your circle and stuff like that. So it, was, it, it definitely was an opportunity. It definitely was a platform to where you can, uh, you know, showcase your, your talent. And, you know, like like you said, that, that show that we uh, did together at the Bullfrog, that probably was like the livest show ever, man. Like yeah. we packed that bitch out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Out, like. Yeah. And it was a dog ass show. Like we really put it on, like it was a tour, like it was a a real production. And yeah. it, you know, it, it it was dope, man. So uh, Bullfrog definitely uh, helped mold us, as, as, especially as performers. Like learning yeah, how to right. perform, 
uh, stage presence, all that stuff like that, because it was that platform that you can go to and you know you was gonna get some shine. You know it's gonna be people in that bitch yeah, to see then you. Yeah, bring your own people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I felt like some nights it was practice, some nights it was, it was showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 some nights it be a little buried. You know what yeah. I'm saying, but that's okay though. Like you yeah. said, it's practice. You yeah. able to harness your skills and your yeah. Then yeah. it was showtime. Yeah. So uh, where could people find a new project before we get up out of here? Man, project is everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, title. Uh, just type in Mike Blue. I'm so for real. Um, it's on there, man. Show show love, show support, man. It's a dope project. Um, I feel like it's something for everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Any human being who's going through life, it, it's a topic on there that, that you can resonate to on that album. Right. And if people want to get at you on social media, where they hit you at? They can follow me on uh, Instagram, at Camp Life Blue. That's B-L-U. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, they call me Blue. Um, YouTube, they call me Blue One. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. Just, you know, you don't fuck with the Twitter. I ain't up on the Twitter, man. man it's just abandoned. Twitter. Hey, everybody like abandoned Twitter, right? Yeah, like you yeah. talking about Twitter, like man. man I think I still got a page on that boy. <laughs> yeah, hey. hey, man, I fuck with a heavy dog. I'm telling you, that's on my list for the uh, for the for the year to go to the headquarters, dog. Cause yeah, I just got to hey. fuck with it, dog. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I think I found my end though, cause I just. Plug with some motherfuckers from the Bay in the tech world, so I'm like, hey, unless they got extreme beef, that ain't got shit to do with me. Right. Just show me where it's at. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Hey, man, we appreciate you coming out, I sitting down, y'all with, for sure, for uh, sure. getting your story out, man. The project, I like it. It's real. It's 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 telling us who you are, right? Yeah. And I like music like that from our artists, man. If you want to contact us, you contact us on Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. That's T C E P O D. If you want to be a part of the show, advertise, tell us how you feel about the show, good or bad, constructive criticism, whatever, man. Uh PR at T C O H H dot org. They could get at me at uh S Jackson, what is it? SL Jackson three. It's yours. Know, yeah, how, 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 check that shit out, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, SL Jackson three on Instagram. You know, yeah, what I'm that's saying? the author page. You know what I'm saying? Uh, follow me, so see what we got going on with the book, man. We gonna release this book. This, this we oh. gonna take this piece of content and release it so many different ways that so many people could be fans of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the Hollywood way. That's all they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, they just know, I'm an award winning bestseller author from from Inkster, Michigan. At the end of the year, we planning on um, putting having that sign a, up, putting yeah. that sign up. So you go drive in the Inkster, and that's what it's gonna say: home of award winning bestseller author S. L. Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. So that's what that's the goal this year. That's what we uh, that's what we attack. That, that should just be the goal. I don't think you should put a year. No, on no, it. that ain't a year on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's gonna happen. But I, I'm just saying, like we riding that out. So if you see me once the book drop, and you see me, and you don't got an e copy of the book for two ninety nine on your favorite e book provider, don't talk to me because I ain't got no kick it for you and that's just real that's that go real. for whoever you know what i'm saying because yeah. i'm talking books and i'm talking podcasts and then we talking movies yeah. we ain't talking just to talk uh i'm sj i'm aj i want for my brother what, what i want, want for myself, myself.